Aloha, episode three. We're talking about Chrissy in this series. So these are short little episodes just to, I was just going to say wet your palate, wet your whistle, but just to um, hopefully provide a little bit of support and guidance through the silly season. So the topic of today is how to handle slash prevent um, falling off the wagon. So the health wagon is what I'm getting at here. Um, For a very long time, probably the better part of the last 10 years, I've always always had so much food anxiety and food guilt around Christmas time to the point that like the two weeks leading up to Christmas, I would often just overindulge because I knew that I'd be really tempted on Christmas day and I'd do so much damage in the lead up to Christmas of just like overeating, binge eating, eating all the wrong stuff that my body doesn't thrive off and then feeling horrible by Christmas and so sick and full and bloated by Christmas that it was like you just defeated the whole purpose of enjoying Christmas. Uh, for those that are new to this, like my background is eating disorders. That's what I've been through. I definitely battle with anorexia, disordered eating, binge eating, and a bit of orthorexia too, like real obsession with health food and counting calories and um, whatnot as well. So I want to talk about how to stay healthy during Christmas, but I also want to talk about guilt and how to kind of like let go of that, especially around Chrissy. And I'm going to share some things that have kind of like that help me and that continue to help me kind of stay, I I don't want to say like on the wagon, but like just make me feel healthy. So first of all, if you really think about it, Christmas Day is just one day in the year. And yes, there's a lot of treats there. There's often a lot of like really indulgent things that we usually don't have. That's what happens once a year, right? And I would rather you enjoy that Christmas Day wholeheartedly, zero guilt, zero worry, um, and just be with the people that you love and enjoy a beautiful meal around celebrating Christmas and celebrating life. If you're like me, though, and the unknown and the unexpected and the lack of control can be quite triggering for you, then... I get it. It can be stress-causing and and doesn't matter how many people go to you. No, but, you know, it's people you love and it's a celebration. Your brain still goes, oh, but I won't have control and I don't know if I'm going to be able to control myself here and your brain becomes your own worst enemy. So what I am proposing, first of all, is guilt. Drop the friggin' thing There is no benefit to you whatsoever if you feel guilty after you eat something, right? I love fruit mince pies at Christmas time. Love them. Love, love, love them to the point that we've already been making them. The boss and I, I know this is coming out. What date have I got this coming out? Friday the 27th of November. I'm recording this a couple of weeks in advance and I've already, we've already made a big batch of gluten-free fruit mince pies. So I've probably already consumed I know, like 12, (laughs) I don't feel guilty about it. What I make sure I do when I do consume those foods, like those more treaty things, I want to enjoy it mindfully with people that I love. I say to people, food is here for two reasons. One, yes, to nourish you. Two, it's here to share with the people you love and celebrate. And that's what Christmas is often tied around, a celebration. 
And so if you can drop the guilt, that's the first trick and just be like, I'm going to enjoy this presently, mindfully. So mindful eating is massive at the moment. That's where you're engaged with the person you're having the food with. You're noticing the smells, the textures, the sounds, everything that's going on in the moment as opposed to mindlessly eating on autopilot or kind of like binging or over-consuming. Mindful living and like that that whole, you know, being present and being connected would prevent any kind of autopilot eating anyway. So see if you can drop the guilt. If you've got real issues around it, I would say see a therapist. I'm absolutely not qualified to give you advice on this in a professional manner. And I see a therapist once a week for exactly this. So I'm very pro mental health and getting support for your mental health. If you're like, I have no idea where to start, you could I've seen specialist counsellors for eating disorder. Um, I've found that I resonate better with a a therapist that I can work on everything with, but I have been down the path of working specifically on eating disorder stuff. So there are people out there that are really helpful in helping you navigate uh, confronting food situations. That's literally their jam and what they do. So there is help out there if you were even half as bad as what I was at my worst. And I'm pretty comfortable now and I still see a therapist once a week. So I'm I'm going to stop ranting about mental health. You know I love it. Um, as far as like nourishing yourself around Christmas and the festive time where there's more booze, you know, you go to parties, there's canapes and finger food and, you know, you have one thing and then it feels like you've just opened up Pandora's box and neck minute, you know, you can't stop yourself, all that kind of stuff. So um, the first thing that I would do is say pick your battles. So if you know you've got a few weeks coming up, this – we're at what, the 27th of November, we're at a month out from Chrissy. If you know you've got like two or three things coming up in a week, pick your battles, only drink at one or two. You don't need to drink at every every event. With the food thing, if I'm worried that like, oh, I think the food at an event is going to be yuck or not gluten-free or um, I'm going to feel triggered, I just eat before I go and my treat will be having a few glasses of wine. And I do drink every now and then and I feel zero guilt when I do because I enjoy it mindfully with the people that I'm celebrating that moment with. So I think it's be prepared if, you know, you're going to something where you're like, oh, I don't think they're going to have what I want or it's going to be yucky finger food. Eat before you go. No probs. No one cares. Um, Or... um, kind of like pick your battles. Hey, I'm going to go to that event on Thursday, but the one on Tuesday, I'll just pop in for half an hour, just have a mineral water and go on my merry way. And then the one on Friday, I'm just going to go in and see, like read the play. And if it feels good, I'll stay there. If it doesn't feel good, I'm getting out. You know, like I think you've got to kind of um, in a weird kind of way prepare, but then also be willing to go with the flow. I'm giving you totally opposite advice in that one sentence, but I think – if you're prepared for like worst case scenario, there's nothing there that you can eat or um, you're going to feel triggered when you're there, then the prep is to eat something before you go. Or on the flip side, if you're like, oh, I haven't got anything prepared, I'm just going to go, 
uh, I don't want to drink on an empty stomach, so I'll make sure I eat something. I'm just going to stipulate it's gluten-free. Every event you go to will have something gluten-free. I know it sounds like I'm speaking to influencers going to events right now, but there's a lot of Christmas parties. We ultimately all end up going to them and I want you to know you can make it work for you. Um, Drop the feeling of people judging you. I used to be like, oh, my God, if I don't drink, people are going to start saying stuff. Who cares? No one cares. Do you. You do you. Uh, Another thing that I like to kind of like put into my diet if I feel like I'm a bit out of balance or um, the sugar wagon is kind of like creeping in and sometimes that'll be because I've had a few nights out or um, I've had some chocolate and then the next few days I keep eating it and keep letting the chocolate stay in and then I've just noticed that I've kind of got a bit cranky and I'm leaning into sugar and I've lost kind of my balance a little bit. Well, I do and a lot of nutritionists and naturopaths are really anti this so I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers here but I really love um, ordering a two-day juice cleanse and I love this Melbourne company called Karmic. They're great. They're amazing. They have all different types of cleansers. Um, I do the Zen cleanse. Boss does the active cleanse, which is where you get like chia pudding and soups and uh, they do a beautiful chocolate protein bar all made from whole organic vegan delicious ingredients, that bar. It's so good. I always steal it when he's not looking. Uh, And sometimes I'll reset for two days and like I get – some people were like, oh, you know, why do you juice cleanse? You know, there's mixed reports about it. I'm like, I do it because it makes me feel good, not just physically, but it's good to have a little mental reset. So I do like it, but I don't want you to come and do it because you're feeling guilty. Like I want you to do it because you're like, hey, I want to up my health for a few days because I know I'm going to be really indulging over Christmas or after Christmas I know I'm going to feel a little bit heavy and bloated I'm going to go and do a karmic cleanse because I want to reset. That's why I like it. Like I said, some people don't like it. I love it. I also love the company and the ethos of the company. These guys are really awesome. They care. They've been around for yonks. And the bit that I love most, one of the things I love most is their message around sustainability. Everything is in a glass bottle. And after you finish with it, you return it to them. So they will pick up your leftover bottles. So it's not like it just gets chucked in your recycling bin, it gets given back or you use it as a beautiful vase for flowers, which is kind of cool. So I think um, when it comes to Christmas and feeling like you're falling off the health wagon, uh, also think about making alternatives. Like I said, Boss and I made some gluten-free fruit mincies. Don't be afraid of kind of like making it healthy. I have put on five paleo Christmases for my family on dad's side of the family now. And it's so easy to make it healthy and wholesome and delicious and nourishing. You just kind of change the lens and you're like, how can I make this delish and nourishing? And people don't even realize it's gluten free. Like quinoa salads and, you know, it's summertime in Australia, bright delicious salads. Uh, you know, the hero ingredient, um, the hero main event is usually turkey. Like turkey's very healthy from a nutritional perspective. So I think like enjoy finding the healthier alternatives. Like they exist, they're delicious, they're out there. And just because you want to stick to your gluten-free or dairy-free diet doesn't mean that you're going to miss out. There are options out there and there are, I'm, I'm sure there are great like local um, 
companies near you that do beautiful, you know, gluten-free and delicious alternatives. I know that I love making it myself. Um, yeah, I, I would just say enjoy. Enjoy making a healthy and empower yourself to make healthy choices around Christmas because it usually tastes just as good when you make a healthy version. Of course, like if you only enjoy double duck fat cooked potatoes, go for gold. Like there's nothing wrong with enjoying that. Like I said, it's one day in the year. The issue is when you let it snowball so that all of December is a write-off. You know, you don't want that. You want to be, remember the reason why we like being healthy, it's to nourish, it's to feel vital, it's to be clear in the mind, it's to be connected to our bodies. This is why we do health, right? So like you don't want to jeopardize that. But you want to have the ability to share these great experiences. Like I'm so excited to catch up with my bestie and have a vine. I was halfway between saying a wine and a vino when I said van. Um, have a wine or a vino. I can't wait. I'm so pumped. But I'm sure as hell not going to let that night where I go out for a couple of wines affect my food choices the days to come. You just enjoy it as its own event and then bang, you're back on the next day to just really clean, nourishing food. And if you're into movement, move. Move your body the next day. Like get get the body. The body likes to move and the body actually responds really well to a mix-up of the diet. So if you're like, oh, I'm a bit worried about this. It's not my usual diet. It's the it's the human brain that loves ritual. It's not the human body. So mixing it up and changing it up a little bit around Christmas it may not be a bad thing. If you're worried about overindulging or overeating, I would always bring it back to mindful eating. So enjoying the moment, enjoying the sounds, the people, enjoying the textures, chew the food more than you think you should. I know that sounds really weird, but we learn at nutrition school, you should be chewing your um, food to the point that it almost feels like liquid, which is so much. That's like 50 chews. I'm not saying (laughs) you're writing like, Lola, what are you saying? I'm not saying do that. But what I am saying is like, the more you chew it, the more that it sends signals to your brain of, oh, I'm satiated, I'm full. So, you know, just take your time, go slow, go mindful, go presently. Hope that helps. That's my little hacks for staying comfortably healthy but also enjoying the moments of all the food stuff that comes with the wonderful, wonderful time that Christmas is. Ah, so close now, so exciting. <laughs> 